0: Learn how to prepare your active investment portfolio for improved cash flow, appreciation, and viability for future cash-out, refinancing, or outright sale. This is part two of a four-part series. We're going to talk about tenant selection for income optimization. We're going to go over long-term tenants, short-term tenants, and home-based business owner tenants. These are for single family, multifamily properties up to four units. So in today's discussion, it's going to be pretty brief. There's not a whole lot to this. In a nutshell, you are trying to pick the right tenant for your property, making that tenant a long term customer for you, making that tenant somebody who will take care of your property, Who will potentially improve the property over time who will reliably provide income for you who will maintain and protect your investment long term with very little headache now this is this is the perfect tenant perfect tenant doesn't exist at all times but you do find some great tenants out there and when you do it's my advice that you take very good care of them treat them like a customer that you need for your business because you do okay so we're going to talk about this. Uh, this is Corey Harrington with FLIP Connect. And here we go. Tenant selection for income optimization. In the previous two podcasts, I talked about the, the overall income of the property, talked about active investment as a concept, active investment optimization, rather, as a concept and I talked about the property and how to optimize your position in the property, overall condition, repurpose, add-on, mixed use, single family, residential, and and focused on on those things. Now we're gonna talk about leading off from that, the types of tenants you want in there. So if you're gonna have a traditional long-term tenant, you can have a one-year lease, two-year lease, three-year lease, five-year lease, you can set it up six months, it's up to you, but a long-term tenant will be somebody that will move in, stay for a long period of time under a contract, and they have the option to renew. You have the option to modify and amend and extend the contract beyond the contracted date of them for uh, for them to uh, to just occupy the property. Short-term tenants, on the other hand, will be people that are sometimes multiple people in the same property at the same time, like an Airbnb. So. Think of that as Airbnb short term rental home based business owners would be somebody who set up a long term assisted living facility, uh, activities of daily life facility, a group home, other things like that. Okay, So when you're selecting a long term tenant and you plan on having them there for an extended period of time. You want to make sure that you do your due diligence. You check them out very well, You check their credit scores, you check their work history, check, talk to previous landlords, talk to previous roommates if possible, do a background check. There's all kinds of details and information out there that you can, you can source for this. I will talk about this in greater length later on if people are interested and want to have a Q&A session. We can go over that with my property manager Angel Harrington is my wife, and she manages all of our properties. She is a real estate broker in San Antonio, a member of the San Antonio Board of Realtors, and we have combined over 40 years of property management experience between the two of us. She handles all the day-to-day operations. I come in when there are problems, things that perhaps it takes a second person to work out a little differently, So, you know, I can go into some of that stuff uh, later on if people have specific questions, but sometimes you can make deals with your tenants that are unable to pay. You can modify their their lease agreement for a short period of time, putting additional payoff of back rent into the forward months. There's a lot of things you can do, but if you're going to look for a long-term tenant, you want to make sure that uh, you feel comfortable with them because they're going to be there for a while. You're going to set up a contract. The longer, the better, I'd say. A two-year contract with somebody, you can start them off with a six-month, let's-see-how-it-goes contract, and then extend so they can make long-term plans in the property. You may elect to eventually sell or finance the property to them at a future date, and so they can look forward to that. They can make improvements on on their own terms uh, to the property, you know, talking about a garden or maybe doing some touch-up paint where they'd otherwise call you. You know, the understanding is I want you to own this property in the future. We you make timely payments and you keep going forward and we're, we're both happy. Uh, I'd love to sell this to you at a specific price at a specific date so you can set that up with a long term tenant. Short term tenants, Airbnb, other short term could be a garage rental, could be a driveway rental, could be a pool in the backyard, patio rental for a party. If you have an Airbnb, you may have barbecue option. You may have swimming pool party options. There's a lot of things you can do with this, and there's other um, companies you can use to find short-term tenants. It's best with the infrastructure that's already built out online to go with Airbnb. You can go with booking. We use Airbnb booking, and booking, those are the only two we use at this point, and they work quite well for us. Airbnb works the best. They have a greater amount of uh, immediate Interaction, customer service and conflict resolution and uh, insurance coverage, things that uh, are are pretty important to us. And booking is more of a bigger operation, expecting a small guy to operate like a big guy, like like a Hilton hotel with 250 rooms in it versus your four bedroom home. So That's short term. Home-based business owners, I have a tenant in one of my properties that runs a group home. It worked out well for a while, a couple of years. Um, We had a few bumps and a few expectations to clarify and and reinforce. But uh, overall, it it was an okay experience if I had picked somebody with more background in, in the specific business that he got into. Rather than going through that learning curve, it would have been a, a, a more uh, suitable transaction. As at this moment, you know we're going through an eviction process with him. It wasn't the best fit, and he was unable to maintain his monthly payments. And he's back four months, so it's a whole thing. But we're going through through that process right now, and we have a writ of possession, which is going to be executed on the fourth of January. 2022 and we are required to have 12 people there to move a three-bedroom home with minimal you know minimal stuff inside so you know the, the, there's pros and cons to this but during that time the first two years and when it did work out well you know he made improvements to the property that I didn't have to deal with uh, It was, it was it was less involved uh, for us Uh, payments were always kind of an issue because he had trouble getting consistent revenue from his clients and you know that became ultimately became the concern and at this point you know we moved on but there are great operators out there and you can pick one that will give you years and years of of headache-free you know rent income also you can charge more than your typical rent and require more of them in terms of their responsibilities So those are the three for optimization in terms of optimizing your income, making your property that's giving you $200 a month rent to produce $500 a month rent, um, giving you an additional $300 of positive cash flow, the things you need to do. One is to minimize turnover, plan it out, be selective do your due diligence with your long-term tenants, with your short-term tenants, Consider improving the property for their uh, individual experience put in a hot tub put in a uh, entertainment area Make it nice Think of a nice hotel and all the amenities they have try to replicate that as, as best you can on the home-based business side make sure that they have a good track record of employment or of entrepreneurialism, that they have a good track record of, of success. They have done this a few times before at least before you go into a long-term commitment with them because it also involves other people, the clients that they bring in for boarding and care would also need to leave the property should it not work out. So just make sure that you do your homework on everybody. And these are three great ways to to, Optimize your income. So to recap this Tenant selection optimization long-term Find somebody who ultimately wants to own the home Work towards building their credit or whatever it is that's preventing them from already owning a home Make sure you have a good rapport with them. This is somebody that you can sell the property to and have a very long-term lucrative Uh, business interaction with, you know, you're going to set them up with a loan for 30 years and you're going to sell a property to them and they're going to maintain the property. They're going to do all the repairs that need to be done. They're going to pay for their own insurance and utilities and and taxes and you're going to collect a mortgage for 30 years. So think in those terms when I speak the long term for optimization. You want to increase your revenue? That's the way to do it. Short term, you want to increase it from your normal rent tenants that, you know, you have one a year, you have a couple of months of downtime and you're turning over the property every year, you would prefer to have a much higher month-to-month income. And the trade-off is you have to turn over the rooms quite a bit. So you can rent out the whole house, you can rent out individual rooms in the house. Like I said before, you can rent out the backyard, entertainment areas, pools, but you could make a lot more money short-term but you also have a lot more overhead so you have to balance that out so that net cash flow is inc- increased but you have to do your numbers and figure out what you need to do to, to get that that price point you're looking for to, to receive the kind of positive cash flow that you're hoping for home-based business owners do your background on them make sure make sure that they hustle make sure they work hard diligent they have a good reputation they want to build their business and they want to use your property to help build their business and support the community that's a great way to have a tenant set up in that situation. They will paint the property. They will do the repairs. They will handle almost everything short of major things like roof. We can go into those things later on roof foundation, big electrical. But, you know, they're going to make that place homey. They're going to do everything they need to do to make sure that their, their, their clients are comfortable. And are well taken care of they're gonna receive quite a bit of income from this process and also you will receive far more than you would on a traditional rental because you were charging them based on occupancy and overall gross revenue you can take a, a piece of that you can be a partner with them or joint venture partner with them um, if, if you want to set it up that way so th- these, are, these are the these are the ways that I suggest that you're that you'll be able to optimize your income. This is Corey Harrington with Flip Connect. Hope this was helpful. Look forward to speaking with you on our next installment, which is going to be active investment optimization part four finance. We're going to talk about the money involved, the refinance, the cash out, the amount of money you put into it on our next episode. Hope to hear from you soon. Please stay tuned and listen in to active optimization part four.